Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. This podcast is being heard around the globe and has charted this week in Finland, Germany, Indonesia, the Netherlands, Nicaragua, and more. Be sure to get this podcast each and every week. Subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with all of your friends. In my last podcast, I discussed another bad habit that every prophet must break. I had addressed the bad habit of mixture, specifically when prophets mix their prophetic words from the Holy Spirit with soulish prophecies, in other words, spiritual sounding words that are really out of their own imagination and for selfish gain. I also shared about prophets who mix their prophetic words with acts of divination and seem to lack proper boundaries when it comes to the supernatural. How timely, because there was a recent social media post from a prophet who openly slipped into divination. This prophet and minister had posted on social media how he had visited a medium. A medium is someone who claims they can contact and speak on behalf of the dead, a practice that the Bible condemns. The minister claimed that his deceased father and grandfather spoke to him through the medium in such a detailed manner that it gave him peace about their tragic deaths. You and I know this was not his actual father and grandfather that spoke. These were familiar spirits, actually demons, which is why the Bible condemns it. What the minister did was so very wrong and such an example of mixture, but as I've been explaining over and over is that unresolved issues in the heart will drive prophets into compromise. This man, a minister and prophet, was grieving and slipped into divination and deception, not knowing in the depths of his very being that God is the true healer of broken hearts. Make sure to listen to my last podcast and hear the entire story. These latest podcasts that I did, Bad Habits That Every Prophet Must Break, this was not a series to bash prophets. It was a series to keep a discussion alive about the unresolved heart issues that are driving prophets and other leaders and Christians to do things that are ungodly, inappropriate, unscriptural, and sinful, all such actions that destroy ministries and damage our most important relationships. With that said, today's topic is about inner healing and deliverance and why these two things must always go together. Before we get started, I want to remind you to get a few copies of my new best-selling book, The Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook. Don't get just one, get more than one. This is a book that you want for yourself, but you also want to have some extra copies on hand for when you run into someone who needs it. The Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook comes in paper, digital, and audio formats. We also ship from the USA and Australia. And if you purchase the book from my website, you'll receive a breakthrough message magnet just perfect for your refrigerator. Everyone loves these, but only while supplies last. These free breakthrough message magnets are our way of reminding you that you are an overcomer. Go to JenniferEvaz.com and just hit the shop tab. Now back to our topic, inner healing and deliverance and why they must always go together. You might be familiar with deliverance ministry, but you might not know what inner healing ministry is. Either way, let's define them both so we have these two areas clearly defined in our minds. 
First of all, deliverance is the process of casting out demons. Jesus cast demons out of people. His disciples cast demons out of people. And according to Mark chapter 16 and verse 17, those of us who believe in Jesus, we too will also cast out demons in his name. Or we might need to have deliverance ministry ourselves, and it happens more often than you think. I like what Apostle John Eckhart has to say about deliverance. He says that deliverance is from God and is part of the blessing of being in covenant with him. It only destroys what is of the devil. It never destroys what is of the Holy Spirit. And since deliverance is a work of the Holy Spirit, it builds up the saints and edifies the church, and it tears down the strongholds of the enemy, but builds up the work of God. Inner healing, on the other hand, it involves healing the inner person, the mind, the emotions, and the painful memories. And this is from author and minister Betty Tapscott, and she said, it's a process through prayer, whereby we're set free from resentment, rejections, self-pity, depression, guilt fear, sorrow, hatred, inferiority, condemnation, or worthlessness. And I'll add that inner healing includes healing of the wounded spirit, something that occurs through parental rejections, occult ritual abuse, and more. I know many who engage in just deliverance ministry without any thought to inner healing ministry, but that is not a biblical model. We read this description in Acts chapter 10 and verse 30, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Notice here that healing and deliverance, they went together. Demons come to oppress, harass, and torment people by looking for an open door. That open door can happen through sin, but it can also happen through some kind of emotional wound that needs to be healed. And until that wound is healed, the door remains open. You might cast out a demon successfully, but it'll come back because the door is still open. Inner healing ministry serves to shut those doors. Now, during my first year of junior college, I was a brand new Christian, and I had a job working at a rehabilitation home. It was a very lightweight job with minimal hours and responsibilities, and I basically answered the phones and kept an eye on things during the weekends. I interacted only occasionally with some of their patients, but I was compelled by the Holy Spirit to reach out to one elderly woman in particular and invite her to consider a relationship with Jesus. This elderly woman was not too coherent in my opinion, as I usually found her bent over in an arch with a faraway look in her eyes and seated in her wheelchair in front of a window. That one day, I did find her in the manner I expected. I approached her as politely as I knew how and began to share with her about the love and forgiveness of Jesus Christ. Since I had been prompted by the Holy Spirit to do this, I falsely assumed she was ready to hear my words and give her life to Christ, and I didn't anticipate her reaction whatsoever. Instead of her being receptive, almost instantly an ugly stream of blasphemies and curses spilled out of her mouth. She continued to make vile and disgusting statements about Jesus until I gave up and walked out of the facility in both shock and embarrassment. What was going on here? This usually quiet elderly woman, well, she wasn't crazy, something we would label people who behaved how she behaved. She was demonized, meaning she was under the control and influence of a demonic spirit. 
in much of American culture, which would also reflect much of westernized Christian culture, we often misdiagnose or make excuses for people's outrageously bad behavior. We say things like, she must be crazy, or he's going senile, and then fail to identify the real problem. This aged woman had a demon, and that demon hated Jesus. First of all, if I had understood better, I would have attempted to cast this foul demon out of her in the name of Jesus. Furthermore, if I had understood that inner healing and deliverance go together, I would have investigated to find out why this demon had access to her in the first place. Sin, it always opens the door, and she might have sinned against God in a number of different ways and got herself demonized, or someone might have sinned against her, actually hurt or harmed her, and then wounded her into believing demonic lies about herself. Those lies are what Satan uses to demonize, torment, and terrorize people. He is the father of lies, and any lie we believe aligns us to his dark and chain-filled kingdom. He doesn't play fair and will use whatever he can to put someone in spiritual and emotional chains. That is, until they hear and finally believe the glorious truth of God's word. It's the truth of God's word that heals. It's the truth that sets people free. There is an anointing on the word that heals broken hearts and breaks bondages. Just after Jesus spent 40 days in the wilderness fasting and praying, being tempted by the devil, he left the wilderness in the power of the Holy Spirit. He went into the synagogue in Nazareth on the Sabbath day and read to them from the book of Isaiah what he was anointed by the Spirit of God to do. Not only was he anointed to preach the gospel, but he was anointed to heal the brokenhearted and to set the captives free. And you can read about this in the book of Luke chapter 4. But once again, we see it here, inner healing and deliverance, they go together. Successful inner healing and deliverance, it's more about the journey and the process of becoming whole. It's not an instant fix to life's ailments because healing takes time. And if you've heard or read my story, I got my memories back when I was 47 years old, something called dissociative traumatic amnesia. And basically, I had several gaps of time missing from my growing up years, and I couldn't remember at all what took place. What I did remember was bad enough. But when my memories came flooding back, I made a decision to face the horrors of my past and get help. In short, I had been forcibly subjected to my now deceased biofather's connections with a pedophile and occult network in Hollywood, California. It was the worst of the worst kind of situation, and I am a walking miracle. I'm a living testimony that God is the healer, and he heals it all. Do you want to hear more about how to heal from what most people say is impossible? Do you have your own story and need to understand more about inner healing and biblical deliverance? I'm going to continue on this topic in my upcoming podcast, but make sure to get my book, The Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook. It will help you to start healing from all the damage of your past. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Help me get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Go to jenniferevaz.com and just hit the Give tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.